Welcome to the Reseller Entrepreneur, the podcast for reseller hobbyists eager to turn reselling into a successful business. Learn from Mike and other reseller entrepreneurs as they share their experiences and tips on running an online business. Here's your host, Old Fashioned Mike. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining. So I'm not sure how you guys are liking this every other week thing. Um, I'm enjoying it for now. Uh, although I will tell you, sometimes I forget what time when I need to actually start recording. Uh, so we had an episode last week, which was a, kind of an updater. And this is going to be a different type of update. This is moving week. This is the week that I finally shut down my store, pack everything up, and then um, take a truck to Florida. It's exciting. It's scary. It's uh, it's a lot more work than I thought it was going to be. Uh, but I will tell you this: is that um, yeah, I am fi- uh, basically packed up. You know, maybe I should post a a photo of the uh, pack up version <laughs> of a store. I didn't realize I have ninety uh, ninety six totes full of stuff to be sent. And if you recall, I'm actually driving myself, so I'm. Coming in on Saturday, so today is what Wednesday, so Saturday, a few days from now, I'm going to be packing up my truck and driving to Florida, and I should be there on a Tuesday morning, and then I am doing a final walkthrough of my house, and then uh, going to um, set up shop basically that day into the next day, and then open up for backup for business. So one of the things I tested, um, and I did this recently, uh, was to put myself on vacation mode and see how that worked. And guess what? It worked perfectly. I will get handed to eBay. They have finally got it right on how to allow uh, sellers to take a vacation and not get impacted. This is also the time that I've shut off my Poshmark store. So I'm no longer on Poshmark. And I, I had a, 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 I don't know if you recall this, but I had a, a um, audio on uh, how Macari sucked and how, why I left them. I'm going to tell you, I'm having the same issue with Poshmark, meaning that somebody did a return on me for not being as described, which is the only way you can return at Poshmark. And guess what happened? You know, it was, it was exactly as described. And then I pointed that out and they said, well, just relist it. Well, (laughs) fine and dandy, but you know, I can't really run my business that way. Uh, you know, uh, so, you know, if you have a policy and the policy is no returns, then accept that policy and move forward. But Poshmark really, really is going through a kind of a transformation right now. They're going to realize that they're going to have to take, uh, returns and Macari, same thing, by the way. And until they do that, they should, you know, really enforce their no return policy, but they don't want to really alienate the buyer, which I understand completely. But if that's the case, then, you know, we, we shouldn't be uh, jumping through hoops as, as sellers to prove that the return is error an error. They should, they should actually, um, just say, okay, take returns and, um, you know, adjust your 20% accordingly. That's one of the things that, you know, Poshmark charges 20%. And so for me, 20% taken out of my money means that the no return policy should be enforced. But, um, you know, they've done it. They did it two or three times, uh, three times on me. So I did anyway, it was time to pull it anyway. Cause I, when I was going to move, I was going to just be an eBay store and that's what I am now. I'm basically eBay store and a hip postcard store. So as you recall, hip postcard 
uh, integrates with eBay directly so that when you sell something on HIP, it actually delists it from, from eBay and vice versa, which is great. Now, we'll tell you that they are having a problem right now where it's not doing that, but it's not really a huge problem because you know I'm not selling a ton on HIP postcard at this point. But all the things work, including if you put yourself on vacation, it automatically does the same thing on HIP. So that's perfect. It also allows me to slim down my uh, my software, software subscription. So I've canceled List Perfectly. Now List Perfectly, it works perfectly. It's a, it's a great program if you're going to cross list, but if you're not going to cross list, it's not needed. There are much better tools for inventory management, including eBay itself. eBay is a great inventory management tool. Um, I'm also dropping my QuickBooks uh, a subscription. And the reason why I'm doing that is that one, I, I've opted to have a bookkeeper um, that it works for QuickBooks that manages my books. And I'm finding that they ask so many damn questions. And a lot of times it's it's really for their purposes, not really the for the good of your books. And so I've uh, spent the last couple of days making a master um, spreadsheet. And now you think, well, God, how could you make a spreadsheet? Well, I do have a little bit of a financial background. So I was able to make a spreadsheet that kind of interconnects with each other, but it's going to make it a lot easier for me to manage my books. And I don't have to worry about things like reconciling um, to the penny, uh, what, uh, what I've spent on things. Now I'm not saying that you shouldn't use QuickBooks. I think QuickBooks is fine, but I was paying $220 a month for this thing. So, uh, you know, I could actually just go down to doing it myself. Now, the problem with that, of course, then is that you have to do it the QuickBooks way and not with the easiest way to do things. And actually I'm finding that the metrics, um, you know, managing your your business through metrics is not really that easy to do in QuickBooks. Now you can do it, but I find it a little bit harder to do it than using a spreadsheet. Now you think, okay, God, spreadsheet, that's horrible. You know, how could you be so, um, uh, you, you know, how could you be so amateur? Well, the reality is, is that um, it's not the way I'm doing it. You could, uh, and, and I, I will share it at some point so that if you want to copy it, I can, I can create a template for you and then you can just download it using Google Sheets and you'll find that, um, you know, I'm going to have every transaction uh, detail and all the stuff that QuickBooks would have, but I don't have to worry about whether or not the link between my bank and QuickBooks is severed and or they lose a bunch of stuff because there's some integration problems or a whole host of other things. I could I could do that. And then I've, I've set up a Zapier Zap, which is so every single time eBay um, sell something, it automatically goes into my Google sheet and adds an entry into a raw data sheet that I can then parse out and uh, move into my sales column. So, uh, you know, uh, rest assured, rest assured that it is, uh, is definitely well in hand, but I'm actually going to drop that $220, um, subscription. And so now I really only have one zap subscription, which does the automation for me. And I have, the um, podcast software that I use that is a subscription. So that's it. That's all I have. So I'm, I'm talking maybe 30, I think $32. Like it comes out to 32. I went down from like almost $350 a month in, in a software subscription down to 32 bucks. And so that's why is this important? Well, you want to manage your recurring expenses. That's the best, one of the best ways to increase your profitability. So now I'm going to say, if you don't have 
the technical knowledge or even the the um, accounting knowledge, you know, a spreadsheet may not be the best way for you. Now, I mean, if I give you my template, if you want my template, reach out to me. I'll give you my template if you reach out to me. Uh, and um, that's not a problem. I will tell you, it will save you a lot of money. Um, QuickBooks is great, though, otherwise. And some people use um, GoDaddy Accounting. GoDaddy Accounting is not bad either. Um, the problem with GoDaddy Accounting, though, of course, is some of the integrations um, that QuickBooks has with with uh, your credit cards and your your uh, bank accounts and stuff like that. Now, they may have changed that since I've used it, but um, you know, I, I just don't find it useful. And so I, I've just found I've always gone back to my spreadsheet and my accountant likes my spreadsheet more because it's more detailed and it offers um, you know, a good bird's eye view. And everything's integrated between the sheets and, and basically the addition of Zapier to uh, pull in um, the uh, data every single time I make a sale on eBay is really great. Now, it only works with eBay, though. It doesn't work with other platforms. If I sell it on HIP, um, it doesn't necessarily uh, show up on, on eBay. On eBay, of course, it'll delist from eBay, and it'll show that's the unsold area, but it won't actually move it to the spreadsheet. I have to do that manually. But given the amount that I actually sell on HIP, that's fine. And um, you know, maybe that'll change in the future. I don't know. Oh yeah, and there's one other subscription. That's why if I'm wrong, it's more like about fifty dollars a month. So, um, as I do have a Wix subscription, uh, which I use because uh, mctradingcompany.com, um, I of course uh, uh, integrate that with eBay as well. And again, the inventory management program I'm using is eBay itself, and so and I'm using just a eBay plugin um, on Wix. I'm not actually trying to pull it out of the eBay infrastructure. I'm using I'm basically using uh, the um, Wix website to really kind of expand, you know, the information about my company and stuff like that. And so when I sell something, they go to my website as opposed to going to eBay, but it still sells through eBay. I do that because um, collecting sales tax is a pain and I don't want to end up doing that. And some people, if you're selling tons and tons and tons uh, on your store, then yes, maybe it pays to do that. But for me, most of my sales, about 95% of my sales are coming from eBay. So it makes no sense for me to get into the tax collecting business for a few transactions that may change in the future though. And of course, if it is, then I would uh, go and use Inkfrog because then Inkfrog does integrate directly with um, your eBay store and your Shopify store or your Wix store and manages the inventory for you. So it's definitely uh, a good platform for, for eBay, um, you know, Wix or Shopify, whatever you want to do. But you need to use the third party integration tool. I just don't, I'm not big enough to do that yet. Okay, that brings me to my next experimentation, and this is a huge one. And I gotta, I gotta really hand it to Lindy Glenn. Lindy Glenn is a, a YouTuber, and um, I, I've gone, uh, you know, I've listened to her sometimes, and sometimes I don't, just because she's in a completely different market segment than I am. Um, I more often listen to um, sellers in my own market segment because I learn more. But, she, but you know, she had a video that was kind of interesting, and her video was saying that she stopped. Uh, giving free shipping. And um, I said, well, listen, you know, in, in postcards and, and other ephemera, I, I do charge for shipping. So I get that. Um, but in clothing, it's required. You really have to give free shipping and clothing. And at least that's what I thought. 
And um, she's in a uh, market segment. She's not in clothing anymore, but she is in a market segment that does normally not charge for shipping, but she changed it. And she did a little experiment. And so she said she had great results. And she said basically it didn't it didn't um, change her business. Matter of fact, it helped her business quite immensely. And so anyway, so I said, well, listen, I got 2000 or so by 2300, I think, uh, close listing. So let me just change it to charge $4.95 for chipping flat rate. I, I was going to do calculated, but it's, you know, calculated means that all your weights and measures need to be correct uh, in the listing. Otherwise, it's going to really screw it up. So I, uh, I just went to a flat rate shipping of four ninety five for clothing and three ninety five for for all the other things I have in my store, which means that you are automatically not losing money or not losing that much money on your shipping, which is one of the things that really really killed my business. I think well, it didn't kill it, but I mean it really made it a little bit more difficult because one of the things you find is that people like to negotiate if you offer. That if you're say you're willing to take offers, what's going to happen is that people are going to give you offers. And one of the things I'm, I found, and one of the things she found, is that people negotiate the pr- total price. They ignore the shipping, right? So what ends up happening? Occasionally, you'll get something that somebody says, "Well, you know, you're you're charging four dollars ninety five cent shipping, and so this is what I'll pay for the item." But what's cool about that though is that in people's in buyers heads they separate the shipping and the price of the item even and so when you put the price of the item shipping in the price of the item what they're looking at is they they don't want to pay $15 for this shirt i'm just making the numbers up they want to pay $10 for this shirt but what they don't really realize or don't care because it's not really their problem it's your problem is that 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 $10 you have to pay $4 to ship it or $5 to ship it. So you're automatically in the hole for $5. The funny thing I found is that people will make that same 15 to $10 offer on a $15 shirt, regardless if I charge for shipping or not. And it amazed me. So I've sold just as much. I haven't seen a, not even a 1% less sale on my clothing. It, it just baffled me. All of a sudden now, I'm not worried about shipping charges. I don't care if this person's in Alaska. I don't care if this person's, well, it's in Europe, it's going for global shipping program, but I don't care where they are in the country. Um, I'm going to ship it for $4.95, and sometimes I'll make money, sometimes I'll lose money on it, but not very much money. That's the That's the key. Shipping will kill you. So I think we've gotten so accustomed to wanting free shipping on things that we frankly have built up this, this, this fantasy that nobody's going to buy from us unless we, we offer free shipping. And you know, it just turned out to me, for me, for me, it turned out to not be true. So, so I've haven't seen a downtick in sales at all. Matter of fact, I've, I'm done, did well last month and I've been doing this for about a month. I've done well uh, last month than I did, you know, the previous months. Matter of fact, even better than the previous months. And I was more profitable. So I'm going to stick with this. I'm actually, and I moved everything to paid for shipping, everything, all clothing, all collectibles, everything. Now there are a few that probably slipped through the cracks. Um, you know, because I don't think so though, actually, now that I think about it, if I look at my business rules, I see everything in one or two buckets. So 
the reality is, is that, um, you know, I've just added to profitability of my business and all I had to do was change one setting. It's great. And I, I encourage you to try it in your business and see what happens. Okay. So your to do's this week are simple. One is I, I want you to look at all your software subscriptions that you're using to run your business and maybe you're using none, which is fine. Um, and if you're not using any, then I, I would say, are you using anything to manage your business financially? So, but you should be using something. And if, if QuickBooks is what you use, great. And if it's not what you use, that's great too. So what I'm saying is, is that you want to look at all your reoccurring expenses, software subscriptions, rent, insurance, you know, things like that, right? All of them. And uh, see how you compare them down. Now, if you want a free, and it's free, I'm not going to charge for it. If you want a free spreadsheet that, uh, that, that might work for you, then what you do is just reach out to me through the website and I will, uh, I will connect you to it. It's no problem. All I have to do is I'll need your email address. I think that's all I need is your email address. And then what I could do is I could just add you as a, a watcher. Now I'm going to have to create one from scratch. Um, so it doesn't have my stuff in it, but, um, but I'm more than happy to give you a copy of it. Just let me know. Second thing I need you to do, or you should do, you can do whatever you want, but, um, but I'm suggesting as a to do is to take a large part of your inventory, at least, or some part of your inventory, maybe 10%, 20% and change it to a, a shipping charge. And I would do flat shipping charge. Um, because it doesn't affect your top rated seller. Uh, if you do a flat shipping charge, I don't know why, but it doesn't. Um, and uh, change that and then experiment and see what the sales rate is on those items. Um, and if it's not marketedly different than what you're doing on the other part of your store, then I think I just added a bunch of profitability to your business that you didn't think you had. So I think you def definitely try it, see what happens. So those are the two things that I'm going to have you do this week. Now, mind you, I'm moving. So I'm, I'm actually uh, going to cut this, this, uh, podcast short. It's we're about 18 or 19 minutes now. So, um, you know, please, uh, you know, go to the website, reach out to me if you want the spreadsheet and, uh, please support our sponsors, even though, uh, they're few and far between, uh, they do help pay for the podcast and that's it. I hope to, I hope this move goes really well. Uh, I will see you in two weeks. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. This episode has ended, but your journey towards turning your reselling hobby into a business doesn't have to. Head on over to oldfashionedmike.com for more information and tips on running a successful reselling business. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Until next time.